<laughs> so listen, yes, you're you're a psychiatrist with that. So listen again. This is Girl Talking to Spirit live on Spiritual Connect Radio. Our topic tonight is. I'm sorry. Our topic is the things we condition ourselves to believe as it relates to human behavior in all types of relationships. Mm, that is that is really deep, right? It is super deep. And this is so you see what I got here. This is my life coaching stuff because this bows down at Ollie. So wow. I, I came prepared. Okay. So yeah. So we can get it started if you don't. You know. Yeah, I want to get it started. So conditioning, right? Right. Anybody need an example? I got plenty of them. I, I got so it's something. It's something. I'm not even gonna read from here because I already studied gotcha. my material and I know what I'm talking about already. Okay. okay. Well, you do that, so it's something called limiting beliefs. This is the exact topic that we're on right now. That's what I help people understand that you have beliefs based on what other people put upon you mm-hmm. and based on the life that you live, right? Yeah. So when you go through the whole process of becoming a life coach, you got to you got to deal with this on your own. Like you got to you got to deal with the emotional attachments based on what people taught you and based on what you come to know this life to be. You got to deal with understanding that what other people say might be valid to them, but it's not necessarily valid to you. And what uh, what meaning it has for them, it doesn't have the same meaning for you. Right. So the validity of a situation might be bigger for you, Siobhan, Mm -hmm. but it might not be as big for Lena. Mm-hmm. Right. So something might be important to you. It might not be as important to her. And because you have taught Lena how important it is to you, she now has to believe that it's important to her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's what limiting beliefs is. Gotcha. It's, it's it's not forcing, but it's telling somebody that they should believe in what you believe in or what you understand life to be. They should understand life to be that way. So it's just a small portion of the life coaching that I had to study and I had to deal with. So I just wanted to lead off by saying that. Right. And when we talk about conditioning, that's big because we could we was conditioned in a certain way growing up. And in some ways we had no option but to think of life to be what it is. Like we grew up down 46th Street. Right. We grew up in a tough part of Philadelphia in a tough time in the 80s. Early 90s, mid 90s, right? We grew up around that time. And around that time, all we knew was survival. That's all we knew. How about that? You you know, we had to rob, steal, fight, shoot. Like, we had to do all this stuff in order to survive. That's what we knew life to be. And guess what? In some cases, we teach our kids some of those same exact things that we had to understand life to be growing up. And unfortunately, we do that and they don't have a mind of their own. About mm. what this thing called life is. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because all they know is struggle. Why? Because mom and dad struggle. So now I have to understand that I got to struggle. Yeah. Right? Because that's all I know. And that's all I'm taught. So if I don't, if I'm not exposed to something else, then this is it for me. And this- all I know. So who's going to teach me different? How can I how can I become different? How can I learn anything different? So I just wanted to give that and I see you got notes going. Yeah, I, I want to ask a question. So what did, what did you call that? What type of belief was Living it? Belief. Living so now it's belief. a um, so what we're going to touch on now is the belief
And when I was going through the process of being diagnosed, I had some serious issues. I had to deal with really all part of my growth was my mother and my daughter. It was all part of it because the opportunities that I've had in the past to bring up children to me, I put them away. It was very important for me to know how to do Was it to be. I'm going to give this to you. I'm going to give you the whole, I'm going to give you the full clip. But that's only what I know. Would that be a judgment or something else? No, that's definitely that's a judgment. That's a judgment. Mm -hmm. yeah. Go ahead, Lena. Yeah, serious, like, so I want to, I want to hear your thoughts. No, no, no. Okay, no. you're not ready yet to answer uh, the question? Well, can you repeat the question? I'm sorry, I did get I'm serious, sorry. did it? Yeah. All right. So I did. love that you didn't understand how to pass down and you only knew how to do it, I guess, in a material type of way, that could be because your lack of understanding of it because you didn't get it. Mm. I don't know if that's true, but I'm just saying that's what it was sounding like to me. I know I, I received I received that type of love from my mother. Yes, but you have two parents. Right. So my sometimes parent, people, I mean, you have two parents, regardless well, if well, they're present well, or not. I'm, I'm going to say this. I was raised by mostly females. Right. No, I understand. But, I mean, you have a father, I know though. what she said. I got you. I got you. I understand now. Yes. Okay. <laughs> That's yes. what I mean. So, like, you said you're... The way you're... you didn't know his father the way, was. It doesn't matter. It doesn't we all matter. have a father. Right. We all have right. a father. But the, the aspect of not being able to properly father... Yes. ...is what he's saying. Mm -hmm. Could be coming from his lack of having a father. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Definitely. And not being able to understand that connection right. to then pass it down. Right. To your children right. is what I'm hearing and, and yeah. understanding it to be. Because what I what I knew a uh, father figure to be is wrestle all day, fight all day, yeah, go out play ball. That, well, that's that was, not a father. No, it's not a father. <laughs> but that's what I knew. So no, that's what I'm saying. I taught my daughter how to fight. See, I taught my daughter how to wrestle. Yeah. I told my dude, you know what I mean? But like, and you got that from what? Like, just TV? other, yeah, I was going to say. No, what, no, from my. Men my, in your family? From my uncle. That kind okay. of, but is, so we all, I would, I, I'll speak for myself. <laughs> I won't say we all. Um, I think that we all, we sh I feel like there is an important role that a mother plays in your life and a father. Most mm -hmm. definitely. And so, and they, they don't have to be the same. Right. Mm. So that if any one of, if either one of them are not there there will be an effect on the child. Yes. So, yes. It, it doesn't matter. It's no amount of father figures of sort, you know, can kind of like heal that void. Right. Because you will always kind of yearn for it in a way if you don't have it. Yeah. Um, it can't help, it, but it'll help. A person no. not having a father figure at all. No, mm -hmm. but, but every 
figure doesn't every male is not a father figure just because it's a male. That's but, from my for me to, that's how I feel. Right. You said yes. it, could, it won't it fill that void. Yeah. Of a just because you know people they're... live in houses mm-hmm. and even fathers sometimes or mothers right, if right, they're right. not present with their child or being in a way with their child that's showing them and the things that we deem to be parental right. and guiding your child and loving you. If they're not doing it and it's a body and you say, oh, that's a male figure, you know, we know. No, people. I mean, a male figure that's bringing something positive. It doesn't have yeah. to necessarily be their biological father. Yeah. But they can still in, take something and they can impart something for to For sure. Okay. But, but people will still yearn right. for but, but it's the still biological. a help is what I'm saying. Yeah. A lot. No. Mm-hmm. But that he's not... From what he was saying, it doesn't seem like that's what happened. Right, right. Like you say, what you got from the father figures was to do wrestling, this, that, that and, and like buy your kids. Whereas though, the um, the intimate love level of your child that yeah. you needed to get, you didn't get. And that might be something that only a father could give you. Mm-hmm. Just like only, they say, you know, mothers nurture. Right, You know, right. if your mom didn't nurture you. You it's like you're you're lost to some degree on certain things. I'm I think the size of the nurture too. Yeah, but it's still a in different, a different capacity. I'm, but I think they shine knows, and I spoke about this. I think I'm sure at some point. But you know, you, I have a different relationship with my mom than I do with my dad. Right. And I definitely get more nurturing from my dad. Right. My, right. That doesn't. I'm not saying that either one, um, it, or it can only be one or the other. I'm I got just you. saying that. Most men will say, I guess, like, you know, they get nurturing from... All right, I, I need y'all to answer the question because we got, like, a you half an hour. So, let me let me see my was, questions was, in my phone. So, you ready for the question, Lena? Oh, sure, but go ahead. <laughs> We're going to let Everett answer it. Come on, Everett. I'll come back, yeah. Lena was there a personal therapist right now. We just said we wasn't. We ain't no therapist like I, I know. We are. <laughs> All right. That's what it was. Saying. Yes. Like same thing. So, yep. I sure will. Have you ever imposed your beliefs on others, or are you a product of a belief system that was imposed on you instead of you following your desires? So we're talking about belief desire, right? You want me to read what that is? Uh. You kind of got it? You can, I mean, I got it. Okay. Okay. A belief desire is that I'll use the best means possible to me at the time to get where I need to be. This is my own definition. It's similar, but mm-hmm. to get where I need to be or to accomplish what I need to accomplish, right? Right. Based on what I believe and my desire to get what I believe, if right. that makes sense. Okay. Right. So... This is dope what even what Cousin Darrell was saying. You only could you only could get what you got, right? So you only could you only could give exposure to what you've been exposed to. Mm, that I'm so telling you, exposure is key. And one of the biggest key that I know I did, even to my son, right? Where it was not necessarily by words, but by lifestyle. Mm. So I remember even me growing up, you know, in a you know, in a hoodish type of way, where we had to do what we had to do. Like today people they lift weights. To look good back then, we did push ups because we about getting that fight. I gotta make sure, <laughs> right? Right, 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 right. So back then, when I did what I had to do, and I and I still have these kind of behaviors of of who I was back then, in a the sense of maybe I talk a certain way, whatever mm-hmm. case may be, right? My son has seen my lifestyle in a sense of how I move, and one day I had to tell him where I think I, pr- I pushed my belief off of where I came from on him and I had to tell him you don't have to act like that 
I came from that. You didn't it's come from the hood. Mm-hmm. I came from the hood. I had, to, I had to actually tell my kids where I believe I pushed my belief on them through mm-hmm. my lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So I had to go back and say, son, you don't have to worry about or act like that because I did that for intimidation reasons or whatever case may be. You, I, and I had to apologize mm. because I made you, I, I, I know as a father, I probably, I'm, ain't no problem. I made you mm. feel as though this is what we do as a black man, this is as a man or as an American or you want to, wherever you want to put on it. And I believe I did that. And to get my desire to them to live, I, I did push my belief on them in the sense of through lifestyle, how I act, my behavior. And have I, you know, did it through words? I, you know, I live off of, right, yes. The answer is yes, right? Okay. Let's be 100. Be honest with yourself, right? Yes. I have, I try to learn with God's help, try to learn to only give what I know, which is ultimately true as far as principle. Mm. But things can change depending on what you go through. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The thing is, a lot of assumptions come into place when you talk to people. Mm. And you go ahead and push your knowledge on people. And it's like later on you find out, oh, man, I was wrong. Mm. Because I prejudged thinking mm. what I did. And now I'm going to tell you what to do. But you're not me. Mm-hmm. Yes. So that's so that's. My answer? Right. That's mm-hmm. good. That was a great yeah. answer. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm, you I'm need sorry. me to, because we, we don't got that much time. We need the, everybody to answer this question. Thank you, mm-hmm. Say, ask me, me the question again. Have you ever imposed your beliefs on others, or are you a product of a belief system that was imposed on you instead of you um, pursuing your desires, and do you regret it? Uh. We're talking uh, about most, belief desire, most, right? But most people um, probably pull their beliefs on with what they believe on people. But I'm asking you, not most people. Well, when I was younger, I have. Okay. But you know, when I got older, I haven't. Like you know, even even with my even with my spiritual belief, people don't mm. even know what is my spiritual belief is. I don't discuss it because that's my personal spiritual belief. Mm. I'm not trying to force it on nobody. Yeah, that's that's right. my own personal. So I, I do have a spiritual belief, but I don't I don't talk about that. When I'm be be what I am, be what I come up with. That, that's that's me to mm. me. So I don't, back back in the day, I probably would have, you know, I remember when I first started coming to, you know, the enlightenment that I am enlightened from, I used to always be real aggressive and debating with people and falling uh-huh. out with people about my beliefs and, you know, believe what I believe or you don't believe what I believed and you you this and judging people and, 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 and it caused a lot of friction and, and, um, and fractured a lot of relationships. Mm. So it humbled me. So, um, so now I just, I just, I, I just, my beliefs is my beliefs. What you believe, you believe. I'm one of the lightest souls now. I don't judge nobody. Yes, you know what you beautiful. doing is you doing. Yes. You see what I'm saying? So I, I walk, I walk like a feather now. So okay, yeah. Feather. <laughs> Hakeem Napoleon, the feather in the head. <laughs> Yankee Doodle went to ten. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Lenny, did you want to answer it before I go? You want me to go? No, I, I kind of just agree. I agree with yes. I will answer. Um, mm-hmm. I think that we do. I think that it's. It was already kind of like what we said initially. Right. Not that we do. Have you ever was the question. Well, yes. Okay. I think, I feel like we all have. Even if we didn't realize we were. Right, right. And Everett, you're, you were like dead on as far as what a parent can do to a child. Mm. Because you 
that's all you know because your parents did it to you. Whether your parents woke you up for Sunday school and made you join the usher board, like that's what mm-hmm. that's the that was what you did. And so then when you inherit or take on a religion or or a lifestyle, if you choose to go plant based, if you stop drinking milk, mm-hmm. like whatever you you know, it's natural for you to kind of put that on your family or people that you love. Um, just because you like you like like Hakeem said, sometimes you be wanting everybody to be a part of what you're a part of because mm-hmm. and you can say it in the name of like love. Mm-hmm. Like I love you. That's why I want you to, you know, not eat red meat. And right. it's like, but I really like my red meat. Mm-hmm. Like you don't right, gotta right. like it. Right. But I really like it. Right. You know right. what I mean? So yes, I have done that. Or just be um, because I'm eating red meat. Yes. So mm-hmm. again, I threw away a lot of judgmental and I always set judgment behaviors over the years. But I always said that one of the things that has always bonded me and Shine and our friendship in this 20-something years is that when both of us were going through different stages of our spiritual and religious beliefs, we never did that with each other. Nope. Mm. She was accepting of me when I converted and became Muslim. And when she became a Christian, like we were still very much friends. And never trying to be like, girl, you need to stop going to this and you need to, like, we just let each other be who we were. Mm-hmm. And riding that wave um, through through it, in mm-hmm. it, out it, you know, whatever we were doing, never judging each other because of it. Because we know that, um, you know, if you're really a friend, it who, we don't, nobody knows where anybody is going. Mm-hmm. It's all a belief. On where we think we're going. Mm-hmm. And even for my children, this is actually a conversation I was having before I got here, but like my children are free and my, for me to, to choose whatever they choose to be and believe in and, and eat and not or whatever. Like I'm really just like, mm-hmm. just be happy, really. That's what it's about for me. Just right. That's always awesome. be happy and choose happiness. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I like it. Yeah. Thank you guys for sharing. Thank so it's sharing. definitely a yes for me. And, um, I'm saying yes like that because I really thought I was doing a good thing. You know what I mean? I really did. I thought I was in this good space because I know where I came from. And when I gave my life to Christ and said, you know, I'm going to stop doing the things I was doing. It was like, it was different from, you can see the people can see the difference who knew me. Yeah. Anytime people walk up and you like, girl, you used to be so ghetto. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> You know, Daryl, when he first came on the show back in the old studio, he like, yo, I don't think y'all know, but Siobhan used to be so ghetto. You know what I mean? But I didn't take it as a stab or a jab, but there, it shows my growth. You know what I mean? So when I was married, I wanted to give some of that to my ex-husband, but I've really imposed all of my, not even, not even about, um, you know, knowing who God is and all, just religious, but just so religious. You know what I mean? Religious, religious, religious. Sprinkling water on them and all types of stuff. You know what I mean? Making them pray and repeat, like for real, yeah, but not even, not knowing. But you know what? I had the opportunity to apologize to him for that. And I'm glad I did. Like, I'm sorry, like just imposing these things on you because what was taught to me. 
So anything he did wrong, if he sneezed wrong, crossed his leg wrong, wrong that ain't what Pastor said. That ain't, that ain't what happened in um, Romans twenty. But I, like for real, you get what I'm saying. And that is not, and that's not right to impose. And then I think of times when things were imposed on the me. Like I'm not like we 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 just got enough. We can barely make it. I'm not taking that belief on. Y'all already know this is our year that we are talking about healing. From trauma and building healthy relationships and breaking the cycle of poverty. I'm not accepting poverty as it's okay. I'm not, that's not okay with me. You get what I'm saying? It's not okay with me to be barely making it, living paycheck to pay. I'm not okay with that. But that's the way I was brought up. I could be okay with it. But I always oh, thought okay. it was so much more and better. I really did. I, was, I had somebody say to me before, you look like you living like you're a millionaire. Thank you. Keep speaking that into existence. <laughs> like, for real. I, I don't want those beliefs from my childhood, and then I pass it on to my kids. Mm. I, I know my kids don't got it. I don't know what they be. Sometimes I be saying to them, listen, we just ain't out. <laughs> like, they free to spend stuff. But really, those beliefs that was passed on to me, I'm so glad I'm at a place where it's the, I'm like, no. Yep, I'm cutting it. I'm cutting it. We need cousin Daryl to ask the next question. You got it? Yep. Alright. I prayed with holy oil. Yes, I'm not lying. Yeah. Lena know I'm serious. Yes. Hakeem, you would have sneaked. I would have been spooked out, I know Cray Cray wouldn't have been spooked out. You said you like Cray Cray showing the first Is, is desire always necessary for action? Suppose you believe that you are ha- that you have a certain desire, but you really don't have it. You have been brainwashed into the belief that you do. Will won't you still be inclined to do the thing in question? Then your action will be motivated by a belief about desire, but not by that desire. For example, being raised to believe that I should be a doctor. The um, beliefs that were imposed on me, right? Okay. Does that make sense? So, there For example, if your family you up a certain way, or you they had certain beliefs, but you don't believe that. You know what I mean? You desire to do something different, mm-hmm. but you go the way your family tell you to go. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, there. limiting beliefs which we just talked about whether mm-hmm. they were created by us people around us or society the most powerful thing that you can do is to be able to really look at the bs which is belief systems it's not the other bs that you're okay. thinking about <laughs> all right so if you look hard enough you'll find that there are evidence there is evidence that will contradict that bs which is belief systems all right <laughs> <laughs> once you find something that contradicts that belief system it which is the belief systems, will find that it is more than evidence. And you'll start to present to yourself that what you choose to believe is actually your, and I can, I know this by heart, is actually your reality, not the reality of somebody else's. So that's what I was saying earlier. And then it said, in order to get rid of these limiting beliefs, 
Because limiting beliefs are a snowball effect. You believe one thing, mm-hmm. then you start believing something else, then you start believing something else. Mm-hmm. You have to rely on your subconscious mind in order to get yourself out of it. Because your subconscious mind tells you what you truly believe, not what somebody else's believe, but we choose to ignore it. Mm-hmm. We choose to ignore our subconscious mind. All right, so I think we got way off that question. So we going. I'm gonna come back. I'm gonna bring you oh, back because I want. Nope. I want to talk about relationships real quick, right? So I got a question for everyone. Mm-hmm. Do you believe that human behavior um, is predictable, right? In certain instances, right? So would oh, you agree that sometimes we behave badly because we don't know another way to express ourselves? Yeah. Okay. Name a time. I can name a lot of time. Yeah, I want everybody to name a time. Relationship wise, in a relationship, when you couldn't express yourself to your mate, that you behaved badly. Everett, start. I want to hear that. Come on, you are a guest. Did you behave badly? Let's hear it. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I was a, I was an angry man when I was younger. So. When you know, I punch a wall. Mm. I ain't put my hands on nobody, but I would damage a piece of property because mm. I couldn't do like so. If, you know if, if I didn't know what to do with the situation, mm. and like a lot of men, you know, that's why we played football, basketball, a lot of you know things that Aggressive. you know testosterone yeah. type of type of deal. Uh, I know back then when you know when I could not articulate. Mm. Where I was at, it came out of through physical, you know, mm. far as if I had to go do something physical, even lift weights, mm-hmm. stuff like that, whatever. So I, I can say where I acted out badly because I couldn't portray off, you know, articulate where I was coming from. Mm. You know what I mean? So that's, yeah, that's my story. All right. What about in a relationship wise? Yeah, in a relationship. That's, that's what I'm talking about. Oh, you punched her wall. So, 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 so,
or leave it alone. Yeah. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, how to leave a relationship because I'm now probably dealing with an irrational person. Wow. So sometimes you can't articulate with a person that's, that can't understand, mm. that, that's not trying to understand where you're coming from. Mm. So rather you leaving, you rather that? stay and act okay. a fool. You know what I mean? So I stayed and acted plenty of fools, but I like that. <laughs> Listen, I broke a phone before. I threw it right out the window. Mm. That was my bad behavior. <laughs> But you had to I mean, I years, huh? slammed right. it you had to out the window. Yeah. It had to go somewhere. It had to go somewhere. It, 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 it could have went, went any... It and what went. made it worse? Yeah. I was pissed. I couldn't call him the curse. <laughs> <laughs> now I can't even call you to curse you out. Who told you to leave? You I broke my phone. Yep. Now I can't even call you to curse you out. Who going next with that bad behavior? I'm so serious. I was only the same way with my mom when I was a kid. I used to always punch the wall and mm. bang my head on the wall and bang your head because because I used to be so mad I couldn't hit my mom so mm-hmm. I gotta take it out. Boys of the do that. Huh? My son. Yeah. Do that. <laughs> <laughs> he bang his head on the wall. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. Daryl, like, you bang your head on the wall, Daryl. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Only the cray cray people. I want to hear Daryl bad behavior. Come on, let's talk about it. Well, I'm, I'm a writer. Okay. So whenever you I feel tore some paper up? No. No, <laughs> whenever less, less whenever serious. whenever I would go through something, I remember writing mm-hmm. to myself, writing a note or a letter to myself telling myself what I wanted to do in that situation. I that way you. I don't have to act it out, mm-hmm. right? Okay. I would I would just write it and say, "All right, so this is this is my vice and I'm going to use it." And I used to use it, but I remember one time when I got really upset at my brother we got in a couple fights because of it. I do remember that. But you talk about relationships, so let's bring it back full mm-hmm. circle. So relationship-wise, I don't. I never felt like I could trust anybody with certain things. Mm-hmm. So if me and my mate would go through something, I'd be like, all right, cool, I'm going through it. And I just used to take a walk. I'd probably take a walk all night, won't come back, right? I used I to sleep get in the, the car. Milk type of walk? Listen, I used to sleep in the car. Egg and never come back? Yep, used to sleep in the car. Some nights I would just sit at the park, don't come home. I just wait till the, uh, you know, the light come up. Wow. You know, so that was my vibe. That's what I used to do. Because I, I knew my anger and I knew my anger level. And I, I blacked out one time and it was the scariest moment of my life. Right. And what you and do? That's what we want to hear about. I can't speak on that. Because <laughs> I, I literally almost killed my brother. Oh, wow. So, talking about no relationship. Yeah, that's that's what okay. I mean. So, but I, I since that situation did happen, I I told myself that I'll never get to that level of anger again. Wow. So, that was al- always like my two vices, either take a walk or write it down what I would like to do and then just ball it up and throw it in the trash. Cuz we failed your, your files. <laughs> I'm crying. Sheena, you wanna you wanna um, speak on that? You ain't You're not on camera. camera. We just recorded. We need you to come get to a mic. All right. So, what's the question again? Relationship oh, bad behavior. It's kind of yes. bad behavior. You yes, I got you. Don't worry. We want to hear this. <laughs> All right. Do you believe that human behavior is predictable in many instances, right? And would you agree that sometimes that we sometimes behave badly because we don't know any other way to express ourselves? If so, name a time. And I put laugh out loud, but I would say <laughs> I would say yes, of course. But I could talk about like a most recent time that I um just had like a 
I guess like a disagreement with my friend. Yep, come on up to that mic. About something, sorry. And I got mad spray, sorry. You good. Um, I think that sometimes we are afraid of the outcome. Mm. So not effectively communicating when something is bothering us. So long story short, me and a friend, we didn't like speak for a couple of weeks. I seen her at a party and we were talking. It was like kind of like regular, but I felt like at moments we were trying to like fill the air. Like, so when she left the party, she was like, you know, it was good chatting with you. So I was like, hmm, good chatting with me. So the next day I was like, I was at home. I was like, me and I just bothering me and I got to say something. So I texted her, but I effectively communicated with her. And I made sure that I did not put the blame on me. Mm-hmm. And I kind of like wanted to put it on like both of us. Mm-hmm. Like, did you feel this way? And she was like, you know, like, no, it wasn't, you know, no, at first, like, no, it was regular. But then it got her to open up because I'm just like, um, yeah, I thought it was weird because I was like, I felt like this has never happened between us before. And I felt like we were trying to fill the, like, fill the space. So eventually it got her to talking. But it kind of like started to become like a back and forth thing. And I didn't want to be right in the situation. Like, I didn't want to have like a bad behavior. And I just kind of like expressed to her like what I was feeling, but sometimes we don't do that because we think um, about the other person who's like, well, man, I don't want to really want to rock the boat because we may stop speaking, but sometimes that is the risk mm-hmm. that you have to take in order to get yourself heard or to kind of like to figure out like what's going on in a relationship. So sometimes you can't be fearful of the outcome. That was Hakeem, moment of the week too, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yes, that was good. And I got some clothes out with that too. Yes, I love it. Oh, yeah. That was awesome. I agree. Did you go lean? No, I did not. Okay, we need you to... Yes, it's it's your turn, because we got a couple minutes. I know. Well, mine is quick. Um, Can I get to... um, Was, um... Like, giving silent treatment. Thank you. Oh. That was my baby. Um, How can you give me a relationship? Say it again. Quiet. I'm going to show air treatment. The silent treatment. Quiet. I just want to talk. Oh. Shut down. Wow. Yeah. That's... That's so... That was so bad. Um, I, I guess we the violent ones every everybody else hands <laughs> it. I, I broke stuff, I said, oh, you punch that bag. We are I violent. Never, I ain't breaking nothing. Wow. I just want to talk to you. You know, what? not only did I break passive, it, passive aggressive. It was very passive aggressive. Wow. Um, which I hate when people are passive aggressive because yeah. I'm direct. But I'm in, like in those moments, it was just like a, I think the fear, like what Sheena said, of the outcome. So if we actually have a conversation, I'm probably not going to want to hear what it is that you're trying to say. Mm. And that's going to make me angry and to another, you know, level or whatever. So just don't say and nothing. I, so I just didn't say nothing. No, I just went and talked to him. Wow. For days. For days. days. Mm-hmm. Nothing. So, like, did y'all, so y'all, did y'all ever get any get to anywhere like that? He would try to talk to me all the time. And then it was only in um, his death that it really hit me how immature that was. Mm. Because... Um, he would always say things like, you don't always have to express your displeasure with me and not talk to me for days. Like, can't we just, like, talk about why you're mad at me? And then we can move on. I was never trying to move on. I want to sit in it for three days because I'm pissed. And that was the mentality that I had that was bad. And it's like, you should be able to communicate. You made me mad, Everett, because you did X, Y, and Z. Let's talk about how we can do this differently. That should have been done on Sunday. Nope, I gotta go all the way to Wednesday with it. Rolling my eyes, I ain't saying a word. And it's like, that's not productive in a relationship. So what if you can't do that to somebody? That's still not productive, right? 
if you can't go to, to them. But that's the to, kind of so yeah. again, those are so he was it was just me and my family. So that was a conditioning like, that you conditioned no, yourself to No, that wasn't do. even, no. You know what? It was the opposite of a conditioning. Okay. Probably because of what I experienced growing up where my mom and dad, like my mom would say things and then it would be a fight. And I'm like, I don't want to fight now. I don't mm-hmm. want to fight. Um, just, you know, so I just didn't say anything. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, you conditioned like, yourself to be able to. Yeah, you no, yeah, you yeah. conditioned no, yourself. Of a condition. Yes. No, I'm sure. saying, but you conditioned yourself in this to not say anything. Yes. That's part of a correct. behavior. That's what I'm asking. No, yes, okay. that is correct. I apologize. I was un- I was understanding it differently. Okay. But yes. no, it is a condition. Mm-hmm. Um and then it's like once he passed, it was like I had to think about all the days I wasted not talking to him. And now wow. I never talk to him again. Wow. wow. So it was just like nothing is like ever that serious. Mm. And so knowing that the last time was the last time, I didn't know that was the last time, you know? So it's just like, it's just not worth it. So I'm like not like that with anyone anymore. I used to be the grudge holder, world record. I won't talk to you forever. Mm. And I'm fine with that bad behavior. Wow. Now I'm not like that. And so I really take every day and be like, I really be like, it's a new day for everyone. And yes. if you messed up yesterday, how can you got on my nerves yesterday, but hey, today's a new day. Let's right. try this again. That's really, that's great. That's, that's really what wonderful. I from um, you know, that's my husband's passing. It was like what you it, say, Sheena? No, that's a, that's a good behavior. Yeah, that is a good behavior. I don't hold nothing against. Like it's over. It's done. But and effective. Well, why can't we tell people that like yesterday you got on my nerves and I don't really like what you? Oh, doing. I do. Because me and my bestie Taurus was having an hour earlier, but. In a situation like I don't, I don't really like the way you like you, the way you breathing today. That bothers me. And we were like, <laughs> and again, a huffy. That's like that's just what I'm experiencing. Like, why did you do that? Yes. And it's only for you to offer up like why did you do that? And people don't want to kind of like get into the conflict of explaining fear. why they are doing things because of the fear of Being you're going to be mad at me together. or we're not going to be together anymore. Yes. Why is that a fear? And, and, and it doesn't have to be. And then the whole way. time when you start a war, we condition ourselves right. to think but that way. Start, but then you start a war inside yourself. Yeah. It, depends, you know it, depends on, yes. it depends on if it's nitpicking or not. Mm-hmm. Like every time you look up, it's something like you breathing too hard today or it's a this day. day. You see what I'm saying? Then that's something. That's something because I was right. in a situation where every time I looked up, it was like I was being nitpicked with. But then when I try to critique or say something back to her, mm-hmm. it was like, oh, don't, how dare you say something to me? Uh-huh. So I'm, I'm at the same time, like, it's unfair now. I said, now you got me in an unfair relationship. Yeah. So if I can't express myself to you, but you can express yourself to me, then then it's, I'm, it's, it's, it's not it's not no balance in there. It's not no balance in there. And and, and and I didn't have no voice in there. It was kind of like when the last thing I remember telling her, and I I, 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 I last thing I remember telling her, and I really still, probably still love her to this day. Probably think about her. I told her I, I, I got her. I tried to say something to her, and this was at the I've been away from her for a couple months. I tried to go back around and try to communicate, and soon I tried to communicate. She and I and I looked at her and I got up and I said, "You only respect men and they deaf." And, wow. I, and I walked away. You see what I'm saying? Like, like, you, like what you gonna respect me? My death. If you can't respect me where I'm here. Then, like, you can't respect what I'm, and me as a man. Then, what you respect me when I'm dead? Yeah. So I only want to be around long enough for you to for that. You see what I'm saying? Kind of similar to what she. That's why. That's what I told. That's the last thing I told her. So, quick question for the men: What? Because right. every touched on that disrespect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, what for a woman to respect you? What does that look like? Mm, you ain't got enough time. You, yeah, yeah. I know. Real quick, real quick. That'd that be a topic. Well, another side. Yeah, I, real quick. I want to hear. Right. Yeah, you got to come make up next month. It's gonna be. It's not gonna be what you think. Okay. Listening. Yeah, that's what. I'm Listening. Saying. That doesn't mean do everything I say. 
Okay. But just listen to me. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, listen for understanding. Right. Not you <laughs> Not better listen to me. me. Listen to me. Like, yeah, li- I like that. Listen. Okay. I got a young boy right now that's losing his mind because he 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 he's, he got a girl that don't listen to him and he he don't he can't express himself as a man. So he's he he's oh. and, and, and he trying to figure out what should he do. Should I just leave? Yeah, young boy, you said. Yeah, yeah. But, he, but he really he lost. Go ahead, Daryl. Yo, Hakeem, Hakeem, we got a couple minutes because I want you to drop this poem. Right, what respect look like to you? Mine is take accountability. Yes. Okay. That's on both sides, because I feel like the well, you asked woman. The, no, you asked the question about men. <laughs> okay. You didn't ask about both I sides. I know, I know, but I'm just You saying. see how this works? You see how? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying. We take can't a be biased or his side. Come I'm on, not side. being you know biased. Uh, let me shut up. No, say that. it. Come on, say it. Oh, the, the thing is, it's like <laughs> men don't get away with nothing. No. Right? No, go we, ahead. Right? I, I'm not saying women do. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying we get caught up on everything right like other even dolls get forgiven faster right (laughs) (laughs) that might be accurate i might have to say so when a woman does things whatever because you might bat your eyes you might walk a certain way i might smell you like well i'm not you about yeah right right (laughs) you could get away with more but that accountability yes that's big okay I didn't think about it until you. I'm like, yeah, okay, right. I'm, I'm gonna keep it like that. Like I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> wrong it's not even. I'm gonna say, understand that. We're gonna have to keep this. We're gonna have to continue this conversation. That's a whole like a whole month of show. <laughs> right, right, right. Let's yeah. make it our th- yeah. our theme for 2022. I love it. Yeah. Tell me you was wrong. It's mm-hmm. not, it don't mean that. All right, yeah. Daryl. Um, final points, guys. Thank y'all. This was good. How can you want bless us with a poem? Any final points? Anybody? I'm about to come out of this live. Just read this poem because I got to my Google. Yeah, come out the live. Yeah, my look real quick. My final point about this whole conversation is: do your best because it's not easy. Do your best not to push what you believe on to somebody else. Mm. Like, just do your best. You know, it's hard, but your kids don't deserve that all the time, right? It's some positive stuff that we can put on our kids. But it's a lot of negative stuff that we put on our kids without even noticing that we're doing it. So that's that's it for me. Somebody posted something on Instagram, and I can't remember what it said verbatim. But it said like <laughs> kind of like I'm sorry, but it said like the whole time like the whole time we look at our parents and we're judging them. The whole mm-hmm. time we're watching them grow up. Mm-hmm. But that's it's true. Wow. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. unlearned behaviors or traumas, mm-hmm. so they don't pass them down to you. Like that's hard to unlearn some stuff that somebody has mm-hmm. taught you that's been buried yeah. generations upon generations. And your kids look at you, you're like, I'm just trying to, like, make sure I don't pass the hurt down to you. But you're looking at me like, why are you being weird to me? Right. You know what I mean? So it's like, kids looking at you like, I don't have all the answers. But I, what I do know is that I'm not passing these generational curses Come on. to you because I'm just trying to unlearn some stuff. And I'm just growing up, too. Yeah. I like that. Mm-hmm. Lena, real quick point. <laughs> we closing out. Any oh. quick, any final points? Oh. <laughs> I didn't know that's what we were Yeah, it's way past 10 o'clock. We're trying to make it quick. I was sorry. We absorbers. I know. She be catching me like, I'm absorbers. She like, I'm like. That was Daryl's final thought. Yeah, I'm in the No judgment. How about that? All right. I think that's all of them. Light souls. Yeah. No judgment. Light souls. I like that. My final thought is, you know, that fear of that relationship. I think everything got to go to the fire to prove it's sincerity or what it really is. So like if you do come, I'm a confrontational person, but if you're if you're in this relationship and you care about it, you should be able to talk. 
even if that relationship might go through a tough time because of what you're about to talk about, but it's going to prove its authenticity. Like, mm. if it's not real, it's going to like when you said, you said you're in a relationship and you care about it. You yeah. care about it. You care about the relationship. And some people don't even care about the relationship. Yet. That's what Come I'm saying. Come on. That's so heavy. you're going to find out the person doesn't care or do care. Mm. But whatever that heat is, it's going to either it's going to burn it up where it wasn't a real relationship or it's going to make it more refined. Mm-hmm. Better, so, uh, I like that. Somebody okay. might be with you for yeah. convenience. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> you got all right. Well, I'm gonna let Hakeem won't close this out, but I just want to yeah. say um, that sometimes you can misinterpret what a person is doing based on their desire beliefs or the beliefs desires rather, mm. and it's not for you to prejudge. I think we all say that about judging. So for me, it would be like you may be misinterpreting somebody's intentions. It may not look good, but it may be good to them. You get what I'm saying? Because you don't know. Like I made my moment of the week, what they did to get that belief. You don't know what happened with the experience. So mm-hmm. don't pre don't prejudge. Let it play all the way out. Let it play it out. Right. Let it play all the way out. And then you may have to break that phone off. Hakeem, I broke. I threw it out the window. Hakeem, closes out with a poem. Listen, thank you guys so much for tuning in. We're going to have a part two to this next month because mm-hmm. we got to. It's so much more we want to touch on, and we got to like we just getting warmed up. Y'all don't understand. We have no script. Every, every dialogue you hear is just free. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? We just free flowing. We're not something that we rehearse. Everybody got the text this morning about the topic. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like for real, we I just. I want to give me like a three day notice. Like, <laughs> topic All right, you got that you poem. Yeah. Drop that poem. Come on, we got less than two minutes. Drop that poem. All right, this poem is called Unafraid. Unafraid. I'm unafraid of yesterday's atrocities, even the prospect of a repeated history, feelings of an uncertain future. Unafraid of the long and wicked hands of the law, the beast's claw, geared towards the, dis- the, the demise of me. I'm truly unafraid to be free. Give me freedom or give me death. I'm unafraid of a gun or whack. Truly unafraid to, tr- truly unafraid to be black and proud. Undaunted by the insidious crowds, the, to the insidious stares of the crowd. Unafraid to accept my own. I'm a traveling man, far from home. Unafraid to step outside my comfort zone and be different. That much different that the masses cause me weird. Unfazed and unaffected by that dislike or dis- discontent of my own uniqueness, for I am for I am unaf- for I am unafraid to travel into my own deepness to discover the true me, the uncensored me, the me that thinks what he wants and means what he says unapologetically, the fearless me, the defiant me, the lion in me, king of this here wilderness. Others bewildered of me is my calm because I am afraid of to be mine. Man is mine. The essence of, the essence of me can't be defined. For I, for I am truly undefined. For nothing, if I was nothing, I would be powerful. For something which is powerlessness. I am afraid, I am unafraid because my warrior spirit never dies. Unafraid of giving my heart where compassion lies. I am unafraid of my ancestors, kidnappers, and racists, the slave masters, the powerful and, and diabolical racist tyrants. I'm unafraid because my will and resolve would never be broken. I'm unhalted by the hatred spoken. I'm unafraid because I have nothing to be unafraid of. I'm unafraid because I represent love, which conquers all. I'm unafraid of being unafraid of standing tall. I'm unafraid. Oh, drop the mic. <laughs> unafraid. Listen, happy Thanksgiving to everyone. We're not here next Thursday. Everyone enjoy your holiday. Thank you so much for tuning in to Girl Talking Spirit.
on Spiritual Connect Radio. Thank you guys so much for showing us yes. some love tonight yes. and for being here. Appreciate it. Enjoy, enjoy. Yes, happy Thanksgiving. Thank you for allowing us to share. Yes. Part two. Stay tuned for part two to this human behavior. It was really good. Thank you guys. Good night, everyone.